0: uh welcome to another Analysis Podcast, Another Analysis show. Thank you guys so much for your support. Have seen the comments, the reviews, you guys are amazing. Today we have a special guest. Uh, I've been actually uh, I'm feel very honored to to have him today here because I really want I was looking in his story. I really wanted to see you know what kind of mindset uh, this guy has. and at least to say I'm like this his journey is incredible. And it's so good to see him here in the league. N- wearing number nine <laughs> from Israel, <laughs> Danny Turbo <laughs> Advia. Hey! <laughs> hey!
1: hey. Man, yes. man, thank
0: you so much. Thank you so much for coming in. I, I was with your story, and just, you know, your dad being a basketball player. You know, and my mom was, your mom being uh, like, track and field and being a basketball player, you know, Mm -hmm. we come from a very athletic family, we're all athletes. And I just, you know, I just wanted to learn more about you, man.
1: Yeah, I guess guess we we have a lot of similarities in our uh, path. Like both uh, parents were athletes and I feel like, um, you know, my journey here was uh, long. Long and um, you know, I didn't start as a basketball player. I started as a soccer player and I yes, so is this. you. And um because my dad also started soccer, so I started soccer and then I just tried out basketball because I just wanted to try different sports as a kid yes. and I kinda of fell in love with it. I just enjoyed playing. I didn't mm-hmm. really have any dreams of becoming something in basketball, I just played it because I liked it, because I saw my friends in the afternoon, we played together, it was fun, you know, it was competition a little bit, so I liked it. Um, From there to think that I'm going to be here today talking to you and being in Washington and having all this stuff around and representing my own country is uh, mind-blowing, honestly.
0: By the way, I think, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're probably the fourth player ever to play in Israel between uh, Gal Michael, uh, Omer Caspri, yeah, and uh, TJ Leaf. Right. Those three, and then it's you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yep. don't know if that's right, but I kind of... No, no it, it is right, it is right, it man, is right. Man, shout out to those guys as well, shout like, representing Israel. Uh, but, man, so so when, 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 is, when was the
1: first time you, like, said, okay, I'm going to the NBA? <laughs> it happened really late. I feel like I didn't think I'm gonna go to the NBA because I was so focused on EuroLeague and Maccabi and I wanted to grow as a player and I don't know I guess I started blowing up in the national team under 16 that's where after this competition under 16 European Championship with Israel I really saw my name in the mock drafts that's where I was like okay like but I was like second round or whatever and then like suddenly I played, after one year, I played with under 20. So I had three years over my competition. I won uh, the starting five of the tournament. Back then we won a gold medal, first time in history of Israel in basketball. And um, then I had another year back-to-back gold medals with under 20 uh, national team with Israel. And from this point on, I got I signed with Maccabi for uh three years and then I became better every day, yes. every day worked hard and harder and harder and and then eventually I came to my last year um with Maccabi. and then I started my, my my name being dropped at like the top ten and before I got drafted also the top five. So it was it was crazy for me. Like I didn't see it coming. I, I was just focusing on the moment to be honest. Like I didn't really have you know how everybody, like every basketball player is like, oh, I want to be in the league. I want to be in the yeah, NBA. Yeah. I, I didn't really have it. It's not like I didn't aim for me. I just wanted to be the best Denny I can be. I didn't know where it's going to take me. I didn't know what's going to be my path. I kind of rocked with it. And, you know, when I saw the opportunity to go to the NBA, of course, I wanted to challenge it, challenge myself and be the best that I can. So that's what I did.
0: Oh, man. Would you, okay, were you in Maccabi? Did we play against each other? Were you in Maccabi when I, I was in played? Maccabi? I, I played with you. You played in... uh, Pao,
1: Pao. Yeah, you played in Pau. I remember that. I remember you had... Also, you had a crazy dunk versus us. I remember that because I was on the bench. I wasn't playing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was That's crazy because I tell people, like, there's so much talent in Europe and some of the guys that... So, example, like, here, uh, if you don't play... If you're out, out of the rotation, it's mostly, like, it's either, like, uh, they have a plan for you or... You're out of the rotation because, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's just, like, playoff or whatever. But in back home, it's a, a hierarchy. You're just not playing because you're young most right, of of times. Right, 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 right. Most of the times you're if, not yes, playing. Yes,
1: if you're good, you like, you play. If you're on the team, you're probably yes. going to play. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but I agree with you, continue. Yes, and uh, then thinking about it
0: now, it's, like, so much talent. I remember I went to play against Luca that year. We played against so many people, and them like, and I see him. In the league, you know, and I see how the league has become. I mean, when I say the league, I mean the NBA, how it's become. And I'm so happy, man. I'm so happy because I see guys having the same journey uh, like you, uh, Luca, Giannis, like anybody who leaves and tries to stay in the NBA and just having a great career here. But okay, so you leave Maccabi and
1: uh, did you travel? Did you do any NBA workouts? So my draft process were, was never seen before because I got drafted in COVID year. Yeah, so after the bubble, um, I think the draft was in October or November, I don't even remember. Yes, it was. But I was in Atlanta working out and I guess, yeah, team flew. the teams flew to see me. So I didn't fly all around like most of the guys doing and working out. The teams that like, wanted to see my workout, they had to come to Atlanta and watch me in in that, that gym, I practiced in, and I will have a coach who does my workout, and and the teams will will watch me. So the team didn't work me out. Uh, so it was really kind of different. That's different. Yeah, yeah it's really different. I Actually, um, it was it was really you know I, I've never experienced what everybody experienced. You know, being being in you know in the draft on the stage like in the like I didn't even have that. I I got drafted on Zoom. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that draft. It was a draft on Zoom. It was crazy. Like I, it was weird. You know what I'm saying? Were you, were you uh, like looking forward to be on the stage in New York? I wanted like, yes. Yeah. yes. 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 Although, but there was something special uh, getting drafted on Zoom because I had all my friends and family with me. So I I had like a a, a, a big um, VIP kind of like, um, how you say it, like where you put like weddings and stuff. Yeah, like, so a, I, like yeah, a venue. Yes, so I rented it out and I put TVs all around and I had one section with with friends, one section with family and one section where I got drafted the table. And there was DJ there, it was music, it was fun, it was drinks. So that was kind of fun too. Where were you? I was in Israel. In Israel? Okay. I got drafted at 4 a.m. or something like that. I was exhausted, 5 a.m. So I didn't sleep the whole night. And I remember going back... I got drafted. I was, I didn't know where I was. Like I was exhausted. It was, I was so happy. And I went outside and it was like morning. And I remember me driving back home. I was like, it was like sunrise. I was like, I just really got drafted. Like, this is insane. Like it was the peak of my my life i remember that it was insane i know trust me so i was reading
0: uh, you know reading about you and really kind of your story and you know i think a lot of scouts you were on their radar when you were like 16 you know a lot of people said like they were wa- they were watching you when you were 16 what would you what's your advice to like all these kids that you know they're they're watching them now you know from greece from israel germany all these kids that are
1: under 16 under 18 and etcetera I feel like I know a lot of kids will see their name or they are no scouts going to be there. I'm just going to say honestly, like, don't overthink that too much. Don't be so stressed about it. Just, you know, don't change your game because a scout is there or, like, try to do extra stuff when somebody's watching you because eventually when you go to, like, out of your comfort zone a little bit and, like, you're trying to do stuff that you don't usually do that end up not being really good. Yes. So I feel like just being yourself is the best you can do like even if there's scouts there even if, if like everybody's watching you know a lot like a lot of kids will be like hyped up you know be like yes. oh like thousands of scouts here like i should drop 30 or 40 no just play your game you know a, a lot of scouts people don't understand it. a lot of scouts don't look at how many points or dunks or post stars you had in a game like there's a lot of small details your mentality how you react if you miss like how do you where do you sit on the bench like Stuff like that that people don't know that scouts are watching. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I feel like focus on the small details. Don't focus on like how much I score or whatever. Because yes. you can have like a solid game, but all those small small stuff they add up. So I feel like this is what kids need to. You Man, know, I couldn't pay
0: attention. I couldn't agree more with you. Um, now looking back to this now, do you think you've uh, do you think you've changed as a player from being like? <laughs> Because, I, and before you answer that, because I like the first time I heard your name was, uh, you know, my brother Alex went to you guys went to the same co- camp without uh, basketball with, without borders. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in Belgrade. I'm like, Serbia? It was Serbia or Belgrade? Serbia. And uh, I think it was the, you were the MVP or something, yes. like, something like this. And they were like, oh man, this guy. And you know, in Greece, we have like great young guys coming out as well. So I was like, oh, okay, this guy has a great build, great body. But you were still young. I was really time.
1: young. Yeah, I, still, I was still really young. Um. No, I remember basketball without borders.
0: You it, you. Do, you might have be been MVP twice. I think you did yeah, eighteen and nineteen. I,
1: I did no. So yeah. So I, I was. I won MVP with basketball without borders in Serbia. That was the Europe, kinda. Yeah. And then I went to Charlotte for the World Basketball the world. without b- Borders, and I won MVP there too. Oh, um, that,
0: so they was in the same year then? I don't want to.
1: Yeah, more or less the same year. I, don't, I can't even remember, but basketball without borders was tough for me cuz you like you come and like everybody is the same like they want to to be in the same spot. Mm. So I feel like everybody's just playing for themselves kind of yes. and just trying to show off. And you know I'm I like to play like a team game uh to pass the ball so I felt kind of you know, I had to, everybody's kind of selfish, so it yeah. wasn't the most fun, but it was a process I need to. Something to, you need to go through, yes. Something you need to go through to, you know, raise your name and like people that, that know about you. You did one of your, the, yeah, those games?
0: Oh, we were, one year we were supposed to do the Treviso, when it was older, kind of. We ended up not doing it because of a, kind of like a Nike Adidas kind of oh, situation. Yeah. I don't like, it's in the past, so. And we didn't do that. And then I just, the next thing I did, it was draft combine. I went straight to Chicago to wow. draft combine after that. So Giannis actually didn't even do none of that. Giannis just did national team. It was, it was. I was, feel like that's the best. Yes, it is the best. But you know, you, that's the thing for people who get to play under 20. I never played under 18 or under. Because, you know, I didn't have a passport, so I never had the chance to yeah. get a passport at the time. Even though I was born and raised in Greece, I was, it was kind of like a, Bureaucracy and so like took so much time, and under, I didn't play under 16 or under 18. Or it was tough. Play. It, it, it yes. was tough for you to. Yes, yes, of course it was tough because I was uh, better than other guys and never played. And not only that, and I ended up playing first time national team men's, first time. So I made <laughs> like started pro. But I I'm I'm grateful and I'm blessed because playing for the national team always gives something different. You know, I can I can explain. We will talk about that more. as well. But uh, do you think that your game has changed now or you
1: just or you just grew up? Both. Mm. I changed because I needed to suit my role. So I had a specific role uh, when I got drafted. Uh, I played with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Yes. And I came in as the starting small forward. And, you know, I kind of need to play defense and rebound and shoot when I'm open. And that's that's about it, and mostly grow from there. So it's not like I came with a skill set that I had from Europe, because I had to adjust. I didn't have the ball as much, and you know, basically it was tough. But I like the challenges. I like um, that I don't get everything right away that i need to work hard for it yes you know and it was a good experience for me like i i understood how to play off the ball
0: that's great that's Better. great. did you say that it's, it's part of life as well you know i will honest. like i'll tell you how i know somebody changes and plays good when he starts doing the same th- stuff in the pros that he did when he was under 16 i'll give an example so let's say under 16 all of a sudden you go by your man and you do like a this move right or you go by your man all of a sudden you dunk it, or you step back threes or or you're dunking on people and if you were doing that at 16 all of a sudden you do it with the pros that means like your skill set translated translated up, yeah. to, to the pros because a lot of times you see a lot of kids who are very very good whether they're young talented yeah. you're talented or body wise you're like oh man this guy's gonna be great this guy's gonna be great or Back when we say, like, okay, these guys are going to get cu- huge contracts and playing huge clubs in Europe. And here they say they're going to be ranked high and et cetera. But they don't end up, like, their game doesn't translate in the pros. or it takes time, you know, sometimes.
1: What well, Why you think why you think that those players that are really talented, like, suddenly it doesn't, it, you think it's a mentality thing? You think it's something, like... Because if 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 let's say in Europe they played right, they were good in Europe, they were talented in Europe. Then they come to the NBA, they can't, they can't showcase their talent anymore. What does it mean, you know? So uh, now that's a, that's a whole package. That's a whole. This is
0: that's a whole box that you opened. Uh, I think the number one is that the body body type. First of all, the 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 the, the physicality and the bodies. Example, like here in the NBA, you don't have like uh, the same bodies in Europe. like in like in Europe. You have okay, you you say, let's say guys like Tavares. You seen no Tavares from Real Madrid. You have one guy like Tavares in the NBA. You have like six or seven guys like him. It's true, you know. And then here you have like uh, like in Europe you have maybe two or three guys who play kind of like point forward. You know, Clyburn. You have uh, I want to say. Uh, guys who play, which, even though they're four men, you have Derek Brown, Vezenkov, Sasa, Derek Brown, Chris Siglerton. You have like specific guys who play the four and can dribble and can create. Here in in, in the US, everybody, yeah, everybody. no positions, There's no positions. So he, it's it's harder to to say. By the way, you know Chris Chris Cigleton was one of my teammates in in Powell, so I got to see him up close. This guy is so 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 talented. But uh, it's, it's hard, you know, it's not, it's not easy. But uh, what, what I like is the mentality part that you said because the mentality part matters so much. The
1: most, right? the, the most. most, oh, the most. You People be. don't understand that in the NBA, everybody's talented to an extent. Yes. Like some guys are more Good. talented, some guys less talented, but everybody got a talent, right? Yes. And I feel like everybody got that talent. Now what's the other layer? You have. That's what, that's what separates the, the good from, from the average is what extra stuff like mentally, work ethic, you know, those stuff in the end of the day, because everybody's here. Like everybody come to the NBA, they're talented. They got some sort of talent. They're, they're good players. Yeah. Everybody can score. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? is that next step. It's like that, that small details that we talked about is those stuff, I think, separates the, the great from the good and the average. Yes. and consistently of course consistency of course that i think it's the most hard the hardest thing to do in the nba is be consistent cuz exactly. you play so many games you know we travel so much we play so many games we're on the road 3 a.m. 4 a.m. waking up this back to backs waking up every day and perform this is a a quality that separates you from a great player
0: in this league like, this could be yeah, that's good to you a lot. And, and you see guys, when you can tell when guys are consistent, 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 that's the guys we call greats, You know, we call great players. Then what what was the most shocking part
1: about the NBA or the US for you? Or so I've been in the US one time before. No, well, actually two times. Okay. Before I came here. So I, I wasn't really familiar with the US. Uh it's different. It's just Everything that I had at home, but like bigger and everything's
0: bigger, <laughs> crazy. Everybody says that. You know? I
1: go in a supermarket and I I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to buy. I want to buy the whole store. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All the cereal and stuff. Yeah. Like I I loved it in the beginning. And of course, there's some some sometimes like I miss home. Yes, you know it's tough for me. I miss the those, you know, coffee shop when everybody yeah, like outside. I I grew I like grew up next to the beach, so. Those stuff I miss a little bit. My friends, you know, I'm the only child. I had two brothers, um, from my dad's side, but you know, I came here alone. Good. So um for me it was tough. No friends, and I came in COVID year, so the sky were the oh. skies were were closed and I needed to face my first year with all the fears, with all the stress with by myself. So I felt like that got me really matured, and I had a lot of incidents. My rookie year it wasn't great. I got injured. I got robbed. You Got robbed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My house got robbed my first year. The um, house? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, so I, I, I wanna, I wanna assume that you weren't in the house when you got
1: robbed. I was actually in the house sleeping. Yeah, it was crazy. I remember. I, had I mean, if it's
0: all are you counsel, can, I ask no, you. No, of course, okay. man, of
1: course. So hold up, hold
0: up, hold up. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> So you were in the house, right? Yes. And
1: you were asleep? Yeah, upstairs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I left my uh garage door open. So because I didn't I was in a good neighborhood and I didn't really even in Israel, like, you know it's safe and like I didn't it's really It's a neighborhood everybody knows everybody. You know, it's mm-hmm. yes, everybody knows everybody. Okay. So I, I didn't really like was crazy about like locking everything yes. and stuff and uh I left my garage door open. And I remember like 5 a.m., I heard noises, but I was like, oh, whatever. I was too tired, I just went back to sleep. I woke up in the morning, we were, we were supposed to fly to Portland for a West Coast trip. And I go downstairs, and nothing is there. My car not there, <laughs> my bag's not there. It was crazy, you know. Nice. I, was, I was saying, that I need to leave for Portland, what do I do? So hold up. So you
0: went downstairs. When you said downstairs, you mean to your garage or ba- or your the, my house. So you went downstairs to your house and nothing was yeah, there. Yeah,
1: like a lot of stuff were missing. I I won't say. I'll, I'll say like eighty percent was missing. So I, like TV stuff, like And my car. No TV was okay. TV, TV was, was on. There, okay. They didn't want to make too much noise. Yes.
0: What kind of car did you? What kind of car was?
1: I have? had a GLE Mercedes. Ooh, yeah, brand new. Did you
0: ever find Did you ever? <laughs>
1: Never. I'm. I'm
0: assuming. I'm assuming you have insurance as well. Yes, of course. Right? Okay. Of course. okay. I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm you know, <laughs> hey, brother.
1: I'm good. Oh my god. Yeah. And then I had COVID, and then my parents came came to visit, and I got them COVID, and then I got injured in the end of the year. So my rookie year was a mess, and we made it to the playoffs too, and I, I had no chance to play in the playoffs. Roller coaster. Hmm? Roller coaster. I mean, like. Oh. Emotions of a little crazy. Still today I roller coasters. All this league is roller coasters. You know, one time you have great games, great stretches, and sometimes you like struggle a little bit. I feel like me as a young player, that's why I wanna avoid this. Be like I think that's my next step mentally is to not be so down on myself when I have yeah. bad stretches and you know, try to be more consistent. I feel like that's what I'm missing right now, um. But you had any incident? I love. Say, say it again. You, when you when when you moved to the states, bro, uh, you had you have anything you remember? So I so
0: the the thing is when I, so when we f- I first got to the states, my first city was Delaware. So we was in Delaware, and I played for like you know when, you know the way I got drafted was is that I went straight to, to the to the G League. And actually, you know how now they have like this G League team that drafts players, ignite and stuff. Ignite, yes. Yeah, back then we didn't have ignite. So back then, the we were me and another guy, PJ Hurston, with the like the two first guys who ever got drafted from the G League. Wow. Ever. Yeah. So I went there. You know, I told them my plan. I was like, guys, I want to come here. I want to play, and I want to get drafted. And they were like, okay. And we stayed in the city in Delaware. It's cool, small city. But you know, I was never used to. Like back home, you stay in uh, in in a bu- in buildings, in apartment buildings. Yes. But I was never used to staying in complexes that you can stay in and it's just out. Like get, anybody can walk I to I your feel door. What you're saying so it was that was kind of weird. I was like, oh man. <laughs> but you know, other than that, I just you know keep my head down and just you know work mostly, yeah. and kind of understood that you know like hustle and hard work, and just being a good good kid. And just you know, having a positive positivity and positive vibe goes a long way in your relationship, in the league, and who you are, you know, amongst people. So you always have people you don't, you know. They don't like you. The got no matter, no matter what you yes. do. Yes. So yeah. it is what it is. But how did you but I wanna go back to the to you said, like how did you feel after? Would you do you feel like you were scared after or did you feel like I was angry?
1: I wasn't scared, I was kinda like, Why why I deserve that? You know, like I have enough things to worry about and, you know, figure out the basketball stuff and all this travel and everything. And then come, somebody comes and robbed me. Yeah. Not something you, you, it's fun to deal with, but I guess everything happens for a reason. Everything. Everything That's what my mom says. I I bet
0: you any amount of money that now you close all your doors, eh? Oh,
1: (laughs) my security is through the roof. Crazy. Like the White House.
0: (laughs) I mean, you live next door to Washington.
1: I I live next door to the White House. So I learned how to protect. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. And okay. So now let's go to the opposite. What was, what's been the, like, the best day you've had in the US? The best, like, a like saying, like, man,
1: I love you here. You see, now people are going to roast me for thinking only negative.
0: No, 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 no. But
1: I, there's a
0: fact, we're going to go back to it in like five, ten minutes. I'll go through some facts and I have a fact for you now that you say this that about how like the human brain works. I was reading about it and I'll tell you, you're going to be... you read like, a lot okay. of books? Uh, I don't know what happened to me, man. I was never this guy. I was never... Uh, I've always been a guy who lived through experiences but all of a sudden in the last 5-6 years I've been a guy who reads so many things that it's... And not read. I, I would say... I only read, I do audio books as well because I don't want to always be be with you all the time. But I like the physical thing. I like books as well, physical. But the reason happened because I started, you know, I was on Instagram and TikTok and all these things. And all of a sudden, you start to see so much information. The last three, four, five years, you start to see so much information. Some of it's false. Some of it is, is good. Some of it is negative. So in my head, I'm like, man, why am I getting all this information from social media instead of me just...
1: Out by myself exactly exactly and
0: going straight to and focus on what i want to do you know uh and that obviously started when uh a lot as well during the COVID year i i finished like uh two three classes on uh on uh harvard business school yeah i did oh, like wow. negotiation mastery contract law oh wow and yeah i did that i did those classes because of because our business Was of our business, like uh, enterprise now, but that taught me like, I was like, oh man, I, this is what I have to do. Like, this is, you know, this is what I got to accomplish. Exactly. So that's why, Uh, but I was never this guy. I was never like in school. Like I was never the guy like, oh, I read books. And I'm like, no, I've always been, I've always loved movies more than books. And then all of a sudden now I'm, I'm reading, no joke. I might be reading one book a week, bro. Wow. No
1: joke. That's and I don't, for some people might
0: say like, oh, that's nothing. But one
1: book a week. I mean, like, I mean, I can see you in a hotel, in a plane. You have so much time. Yeah. To, and some of them, some of them I read like two or three times to get the, uh, so. Um, but yeah, enough about me. Back to you. No, it's fine. i love to hear your story <laughs> as well. Um, What's your, I know it's kind of funny, but like, what's your, you have a game day routine? Yes. Yes. Uh, I think every, course, every athlete got everybody it. has a game day <laughs> You
0: cannot survive in this league if you don't. And and, and, and you know, game day routines are not just game day routines. I don't like them.
1: Yeah, but you it, like having game day yeah. I don't like, I'm not enjoying game day routines. I'm doing it just to have balance in my life. Yes, but you know what it is as well? It's a coping mechanism. You know why it's a coping mechanism? Okay, why?
0: Because you never want to f- not feel prepared of what is about to come. Um, you go in, You maybe you lift your weights, you shoot your shots, or maybe it's, you know, you meditate. Or maybe you close all the windows and everything's dark and you just kind of think about the game plan and whatever it is. But you do this over and over and over, and then it creates a kind of, of a kind of feeling of, I don't know how to say,
1: like it gives you consistency. It really does. It calms your brain. Yes. Because you're... you're You've like you've doing the same thing over and over again, and you know that this is the way I'm gonna have a good game. Is I eat a specific food that you think you can f- like. You had good games with this routine, yes. so you feel like yeah, the more. But you know, sometimes people uh kind of uh, mix
0: both. You know, the routine and uh superstition. I'd be like yes, they do mix. Uh, well. I agree. I like, know if I don't tie my shoelace, this one first. If I don't get out the bus. This is crazy. First,
1: like, I think this is insane. This is um listen. It's everybody's is <laughs> is what they like to do. I'm not gonna judge anybody, yeah. but for me, like, I can't live like that. <laughs> think about everything. Like yeah. it's not me. Like I can't. But the old school guys, especially in Europe, all of them are like this. Crazy. All of them. I had some crazy teammates. Yes.
0: But yeah, you have consistency, and you know what they did. And I know a lot of you know kids out there, a lot of people who might be listening to this or watching it. You gotta understand, like, I know it's it's funny and we, that we say it, but having a routine every day triggers something in your body. You don't even know. You're you're basically telling your body, like, oh, I'm ready to play a game today. Your body knows, like, oh, he's doing this today. Oh. I'm telling you, it's 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 big. And that's why you see, and you know, some greats will say it, some uh guys won't say it, but a lot of great, great, great players, especially in professional sports, they have a routine. Regardless of how good you are or how like you have, you have to have everything. That's how your body knows like, okay, I'm about to compete. It's the same way if you see sometimes when people lift weights and they lift, lift more and more at the same time at the same time, the body gets used, gets used to the weights you're lifting. That's why you got to go more. You got to go, you know, like mix and match. But uh, tell me, what's, what do you think, would you, would, you, would you ever like telling yourself like, man, I'm going to be playing with Bradley, Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook?
1: I remember coming in the building, I played with former NBA players already in who, Europe. Who did you play I with? I played with, um, from Norris Cole, Tariq Black, Pierre Jackson. Man, great players. Yeah. I've played with, uh, Amari Stoudemire was my teammate. So I've had seen- in New York as well. Huh? Had in New York. Good guy. So I have, I had NBA former players. Yes. It's not like I came from college and immediately starstruck. Yeah. But it was, it was weird. It was weird coming to the facility the first day. Like I'm a whiz- like I'm a wizard. I'm in the <laughs> NBA. I see all those players like in 2K, you know, in 2K. Mm-hmm. When you go into the facility, like it's, 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 it's weird. Though. I won't lie. It was, it was a dream. You know yeah. how it is. All those cold tubs, hot tubs, amazing weight rooms, court, yeah. two courts, ball rack everything is so clean so polished you know
0: professional There, professional to the, to the team,
1: really yeah. to the to the smallest <laughs> details it drove me insane in the beginning because I'm I'm not used to this type of professionalism yeah. but you get used to it and
0: get used to it and then it the, creates uh, friction because then you go back and you're like hey, hey, ah where's... damn <laughs> I need some ice, I need this, I need that. Why am I sitting yes. in this uh, bench instead of a, uh, of a chair in the locker room? You
1: get, you get, you're crazy. You're, really? you're like, standards are so high up since yes. then. Yeah, but the NBA was an opportunity for me also. Let's just leave basketball aside. I travel the world. Yes. I meet new people. I see fans. I'm in different places and arenas. Great friendships, relationships. There's a lot of stuff that adds up to just playing basketball. Of course, playing basketball is, you know, your main goal, yes. but I felt like it's priceless without the, the, the extra stuff. It's not just about the money and the basketball. Yes. It's also from the human being part to meeting everybody and, and meeting new people and ambassadors and, and, and military guys and, it's just, like, stuff that
0: was worth it. You know, like, uh, I, lo- I love how you think. You know, I, I think you have a great mindset, a great mentality. And that's why you are who you are. You're here. You know, because a lot of people don't think this way. Everything is so, like, either now or never. You know, it, nothing is just a process. And you have to enjoy it every way. Yeah. You can enjoy every uh, aspect of it. Do you, okay, so you said standards before. Do you think, do you hold yourself to high standards? Do you, do you put pressure on yourself? Because, you know, a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of things that's going on now is, you know, a lot of with mental health, a lot of putting pressure on myself to be somebody they expect me to be,
1: you know? I think it was a little tougher for me because I came from a country that I have the whole country on my back. I'm the only Jewish player, Israeli player in the league. So a lot of people like really put me on, how you say it? A microscope, yeah, a microscope. <laughs> so you know, when I have a bad game, everybody's talking about it. Everybody knows that, you know. Yeah. And I feel like there's sometimes there's pressure. I feel I felt that my my first years, and then I knew how to m- manipulate it to to have an advantage because of it. Because I have supporters everywhere. New York City is crazy, but L.A., Miami, even Oklahoma City. I feel the same way. I'm like when I go the Eddie game bro and I see like
0: Greek and, and Nigerian flags everywhere I'm like bro this is unbelievable insane
1: man. insane we're grateful we're grateful we got our countries yes. behind us yes. and it's, it's nothing ba- better but, than
0: this but, yeah so keep going
1: and you're saying mm. I was saying that in the beginning it was hard because when you have a bad game then the next day oh then he had a bad game oh it was like that. oh he's he's on the bad stretch you know, you know what I'm saying yes. and, it's kind of like, friends talks about it, family talks about it, people, yes. because it's such a big deal because you're the only guy. Right. Imagine how many players have like off days or bad games or two for 25, three for yeah. 15, and what, they shake it off into the next one. Nobody, nobody remember. You know what I'm saying? But me, every game is okay. to the books. So let me ask you
0: a question now. Yes. Do you think that, that everybody really talks about it or is mostly... Because you really don't want to let people down, you know what I mean? and I'll explain to you after it. okay you finish um,
1: Maybe I'm overreacting sometimes. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but in my eyes, it is because I feel like people look up to me. I want to yes. do you know I want to represent my country i to I want to be all-star I want to I have dreams of myself, you mm-hmm. know. I I want to be in the top, and I know that my country's behind me, and like they look at every step I make. Uh, so sometimes yeah. I do feel maybe a little pressure, and but I I managed with the years to maintain it. Okay, like okay, everything's fine. We're only playing basketball. I enjoy the way. Yes, yes. you know, like, I came as as a young guy, still young, but. I feel like I'm getting better every day. And I know I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. I do bad stuff sometimes like- You're human. Yes. I'll say one thing that uh, somebody told me, I won't
0: say his name, but you know, people create the narrative and it's not people in general because they they don't do this on purpose. When you start doing something great, people kind of create a narrative for, for themselves, or what they believe that you are. And they might say like, oh my God, this guy is a machine. And the reality is that you're not, you're just like them. But people sometimes will create this narrative because they want you to be more, or they're like, he's in the spot. He is because he's more, we're not more than anything. We're just like you, we just happen to, you know, sometimes get an opportunity or sometimes work Uh, harder or or focus on what we're doing and kind of have success with it but we're just human you know it's not but people sometimes do that you know
1: i feel you and and a lot of times when there's great players i feel like they have a certain standard like people let's say your brother like he (laughs) performs in the highest level every day so they have standards for him. Oh, he doesn't go to the finals. Oh, he doesn't go to the playoffs. You know, for my people, this this achievements are like crazy. <laughs> but people are so used to him performing in a high level, and they become also like you said, a narrative. They, there's like there's that standards that everybody's hoping and think he oh he's perfect. He has to go. He has to be there. He has to be there. Yeah. No, you know, it's not every time human. it's black and white. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So
0: human. Do you, okay, so did you ever have conversations with like old teammates or old friends that be like, man, you're in the NBA, like younger, you play with them and they're surprised that you're in the NBA or they're like, they still can't believe to this day that this guy's in the NBA or.
1: My best friends that grew up playing basketball with me, I asked them if they thought I'm going to be in the NBA. They said, yes, because I don't believe it.
0: You never know, man. You know, sometimes people just really like, like you know sometimes the belief people have in you, know, you never know sometimes people just really believe in you but
1: i get what you're saying though. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i think this because they're best friends so they're kind that. of bias? yeah um old teammates no i don't i don't like talk about it with other people but nba and I, when i go back to mm. we're gonna go back home and let's say i, I drink coffee in the morning and there's people approach me or like old friends that I see back in restaurants and stuff. I see them around because I go back home. Yes. I don't know. I, I never really dragged, they never really dragged me into talk about the NBA or like, they don't really talk to me about the NBA. They're happy to see me, Denny, the person. Mm-hmm. Danny, yeah. Danny. I gotta say it right, Denny. Denny. Oh yeah, you said Donny in the beginning, which everybody Dani. in Israel call me Danny for no reason. That's My name is Denny. No, no, Denny. no! I know, I know. My name is Denny with E, oh, yeah. but in Hebrew, okay, in Hebrew they we need to, they don't have the they e? don't have E and A to know the the spelling. So it's Danny. It's Denny. Denny. Yeah, because no, so it's, it's D-
0: Denny. But why did they, why did I call you Danny?
1: Because then? because Danny is a really popular name in Israel. Ah,
0: and that's why.
1: Yes. Okay. So Danny will be D A N N Y. I'm D E N I, which yes. is kind of different, but. okay. Never mind. I I forgive you.
0: No, man, <laughs> please. I I wanted to ask for your forgiveness as well. It was my first time. You know, I'm. It's uh, I'm trying to get better at this podcasting thing. Uh, show, <laughs> uh, uh, show host. But man, I love it. So, I mean, I know we're talking about basketball. Like, what do you? You wear said number you're nine? not going to talk about basketball. We're yeah, talking not... about basketball. It's, it's, part of, of it's, it's part of our too. life. Yeah. So, number nine. What do you wear? Why do you wear number nine?
1: I wanted number eight so bad. I grew up with eight my my mom was born 17th of august okay so it's one plus seven and eight eight is august and uh it's kind of infinity when you when you twist it and i love that number and when i got drafted rui hachimura had it and i tried to offer them money but this number for him was really close important because hachi in hachi in um in japanese it's eight
0: ah He's all, I mean, you can uh, uh to go to bed with a guy whose name is uh almost, is eight, yes, yes, you, can, good, you can't go he's to the he's to a work. good guy,
1: he's a good guy, and now he's not with us anymore, so I don't know what I should do if I should stay nine or switch back to eight. I, I thought you had nine because did you get drafted number nine? I got drafted number nine, that's why I thought you had nine. I think I thought that. Number nine is like another step forward, and I got drafted nine, and I was eight, and it's a new part of my life, bigger, bigger part. So it's nine.
0: I think you should keep it. If that's
1: the, if that's the story behind it, you should keep it. But I just miss eight. I miss eight. You miss eight. I miss number eight. You know, (laughs) I miss getting called number eight. Then you have to. Okay. Then it's then it's a coin toss because (laughs) they're both good. But what happens to all the people that have my jerseys?
0: I mean, what happened to people who I, had I, the Kobe jerseys? I know. I know.
1: I know. But I'm saying still, it. it or LeBron, 1623. <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad to like switch the number. Yeah. I, um, yeah. You see, I'm only, th- I'm every, every time I'm thinking about the people, like yeah, my my think. country. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think as well. Like, no, no, you got to. I yeah. paid
1: attention to something. You're number 43. Yes. Giannis is 34. number 34. I, What's
0: the deal with this? So, it, my, so my mom, is the dates of my mom and my dad and Yanis took, he first came to the league, first got drafted and took 34. Okay. And then I was like, no, I can't take 34. It's, it's, it's yeah. almost stupid to have the same number yes. and the same last name. Like I was like, you know what? I'm going to do 43. The opposite. Uh, yeah, the opposite. And it's so crazy that, you know, there's those small things that you don't even know. But we've, I've been like this all my whole life. Like, and you know, a lot of people, may, some people might know the story and some people, other people don't know. Like, you know, I grew up hard with my brothers and I've always been together with all my brothers. Some of them don't notice. it. They're like, okay, maybe it's just a thing that they both like, high numbers. Like, no, it's not high numbers. It's just because we kinda wanna complete each other as a family, we're kind of like a puzzle, all of us. You know, we complete each other. And that's why you see all of our brothers have high numbers. They all wanna get to the same kinda high numbers. You mm. see like 37, 29, you know, on the highs. And you want to kind of have a number as well that you create your, your own story for it. Obviously, Yanni's number, a lot of greats are worn from Shaq to Paul Pierce, from like a lot of greats have worn But, you know, and for me, 43 and for uh, uh, 37, just to create this story with it. So it was good. It's cool.
1: You know, I'm going to say it from a heart to heart, honestly, because I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you guys are amazing to see. Like, how you guys treat each other. Thank you, man. And how you support each other. And I feel like this is a dream of every, like, family. It's like, to have that connection you have with your brothers is, it just inspires me sometimes to watch and to see how y'all, the biggest fan of yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> That's, no, honestly, this is, is this is true. a quality. And I think, I think this is a quality not everybody has, honestly. And it shows a lot about how you got, like, how you got raised and how, how much It's tough, it's,
0: yeah. know. you know, I mean, it's tough, it's tough to, it, you know, people don't understand, like, it's tough out there. Like, you know, sometimes you see you and me and Giannis and everybody, they're playing basketball, and you see, like, it's tough. Like, we go through stuff every day, and to be able to have a great support system, first of all, as your family, and then you could be your friends, you know, you could be your significant other, whoever it is, if they make you better and they support you and, you and you know at the end of the day that, you know, I, just, I don't do this only for me, I do it for my family. And, and, you know, and even when I have bad days, my family still loves me, my friends still love me, the people who my support system, you can never have bad days, you know? You can never have bad days. It's,
1: it's, um, yeah,
0: I agree, it's, it's crazy. but you're dropping a lot of knowledge, man. you make making me uh, go uh, deep to, <laughs> to, the, uh, to the family tree. Hey, sorry to interrupt. Thanash at the here. And if you're looking for all your under The Dekupo brothers official gear, you can go to at We have hats, hoodies, shirts, anything and everything you need from our collection is available at the That's at We're all bros. Back to the podcast. But oh, hold up, okay, I got some stuff for you. And I want you to tell me okay. So this is I do this every time, right? so there's a section I call like true or false you're not supposed to know it it's not like a trick question anything okay. like that but I want to see if you can guess if it's true or false or okay Right. I have my notes down write it down okay so true or false people who are left handed live like nine years longer than people who are right handed <laughs> it's false it's actually the opposite uh, Well, right handed yeah People who are, this is a study. I don't know who, I don't know who, which, who does this study. Is okay, is this not
1: fair? It's, it's basically true. Okay, so it's true, it's false. Left, it's true and false because you said the right is, so but. So it's just the opposite. So people yeah. who are right handed
0: live hmm. nine years. No, I mean, I don't know, I know what you mean. It was, it's, it's <laughs> a right, what you said it was right, like people who basically live nine years longer, yeah. longer. but people who are right handed live nine years. Longer, longer than people who are left-handed. That's crazy. You're a lefty. No, I'm, I'm right. Okay, so but we're good. We're, <laughs> I don't know if we're good, but, but I don't know who did that study. So please, guys, who watch the video, listen through the socials. Please hit us, hit us with the comments and let us know if this is this is a thing
1: or not. Please. And uh, hopefully, you're right-handed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so hold,
1: on, I'm gonna hit you with on another one. Okay. It's I like it. It's fun.
0: Okay. <laughs> so when you when you feel anxious, right? Is there any place or any like person or activity that makes you like feel calm? Like what, what,
1: what do you do when you feel anxious? I feel like playing an instrument.
0: Really? What kind of instrument?
1: So I I, want to learn. Ah. I know a little bit of piano, but I want to learn guitar. And I feel like it's going to, also this hobby is going to get my mind a little bit off basketball sometimes. And I think there's no other like better thing that, like making sounds by yourself. Yes. I think it has the most calming effect ever. It's like playing an instrument. You'll, I, and there's even studies on it and it's, it's unbelievable. It's uh, um, the effect that music has on your brain, especially when yes. you are making it and you had to learn how to do it. So I really want to get into this video games. Okay. A lot of times when I I need a break, I, I go, I talk to my friends. We're video game. We're joke around. This, what kind of games do you play? Uh, So I play all the sports game. I play FIFA. I'll play 2K. I'll play Rainbow Six Siege, who's getting back into the mainstream. Uh, Call of Duty. Rainbow
0: uh, Six So what is that?
1: It's kind of like a five on five. It's like a defense versus offense. And you switch and one 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 team needs to protect the bomb. And the other one needs to attack and, defu- and defuse it.
0: Oh, okay, okay. It's it's really cool.
1: I gotta try it. I gotta play it. Yeah, what? Well, okay. It's really cool, but it's a really tough game. It's high IQ. There's tons of angles. Like it takes time to get good at okay. this. Like honestly, but uh, video games. And then um, a lot of times when I I wanna calm, get calm, maybe I'll go shoot some free throws in the facility, and then I'll go do an ice bath. Ah. Yes, ice bath. Dopamine a little bit, yeah. reduce your heart, um, your heart rate. Yes. Heart rate, so it really helps me out. Sometimes I'll do it. It's
0: good. It's good to hear. You know, everybody has their own thing, but it's it's good to hear. Okay,
1: I'll hit you with the. So uh, no, honestly, I want to say, say something. We talked about me. ice bath, so I won't forget. Yeah, I tried. I had a month. I had it was crazy snow uh, it was crazy cold in dc yeah so i put uh, a bucket of not like a bucket like a bath outside and every day in the morning first day in the morning i'll crack the ice and i'll i'll, I'll sit there for two minutes oh my god that's crazy amazing amazing i saw it on tiktok actually don't believe it now, i told you this stuff like is, in tiktok is as much as it's a dick thing and people want to get out of it like I've learned a lot of stuff and some stupid and some smart, you know? Yeah. No, no, it's definitely there. You
0: can find some gems there. And it's like, obviously every social platform, but so what, what do you, what is the, you think the effect that it just calms you down or just gets you ready for the day? The ice bath?
1: Yes. Yes. It has so many, so many benefits. It's crazy. It's like your immune system, stress levels, get ready for the day. You never cold. Like I feel like I was, I felt like after this ice bath, I can beat the day you know like nobody dude. can nobody can talk to me. I feel like a boss okay you know? I don't know it's kind of it's kind of weird discussion no, uh, uh the uh, it's kind of weird um how do you say it English sometimes fuck me um the same thing happens to
0: me trust me uh, I've learned yeah, English through the it. podcast by the way oh really yes of course i, I so many words I can't say in English so I kind of like I learn through my guests I learn through words you know people online be like hey Thanasius this is the, the name of the word like it's great that's cool that's yeah. cool that you so I get, I get to learn, that's cool though. you
1: embrace it I wanted to ask you something yeah when you talk to like an American guy or somebody that speaks really good English yes. you feel frustrated when you like you tell a story right yes. like let's say you tell a story or a joke or whatever yes and suddenly you get stuck on a word, you miss a word and you think about it for for one minute. It sucks.
0: It's, uh, it does sucks because you want to, you want to have a good delivery in your joke. I feel like they stop, yeah, they stop <laughs> listening, right? Or, they, well, or they're mean, like... It depends on the person, but I think you want to have a great delivery in your joke. But sometimes, you know, it's kind of like a European joke and like a... Yeah. Like a like an American joke and like what correlates with which one and... You know, but it's great. I
1: mean, you shouldn't.
0: It's you know. I know here. people I'm, who people understand.
1: Sometimes that's even more funnier. But they take us for granted. Why? They think because that's not our first language. Yes. And a lot of times they assume it's our first. When I'm mistaken in a word in English or stuff like that, they you know they're laughing or they're like, you know what I'm saying? Like they think that like we're, they take it for granted for us speaking English and they don't remember that it's not our first language. It's not
0: our first language. Oh yeah, it's, I mean, but it's everywhere. Like I remember when I went to Spain and that's how I learned a little bit of Spanish as well. It's because nobody spoke English. And I had to like, even our coach at the time was like, like Tenacious, you got to take classes. And I'm like, what? And, you know, I took classes every day. Like, I would play professionally, now, not college. <laughs> and take, go, and every other day take classes. But it was good for me because I get to learn the language. How many languages do you speak? Two and a half. What's the two?
1: Hebrew, English, What's in the Serbian. Serbian. My dad did a poor job teaching me how to speak. So, wait, every Serbian so player, Let me ask you this, and let me see if you can
0: answer. Kako si brate? Yes, I'm dobra, kako si ti. Kako si dobro, dobro, Oh, nice. no, yeah, I know because... I just couldn't, I just know it doesn't matter why. <laughs> I just know. You know some the curses, of, of course. Not only the curses, but you know, like being from Europe, uh, especially like Greeks with Serbians, like Orthodox brothers. So, a lot of Serbians in uh, in the Greek league. A lot of uh, Greeks in the in their league now. But I, just, you know, I had a lot of good friends, uh, Serbians. I, I think I know more. I understand more than I talk. But uh, I think being. Like multicultural, it's like a, it's a thing. I mean, it's for us coming, you know, from Europe and, and so that, uh, like, it's, it's a thing being multicultural. It, like you, it's a must, not just, you don't say like, I don't know any kid that travels and, and comes from Europe that doesn't know more than two or three languages. I
1: agree. Do you teach, really? do you teach your teammates the Greek, um, I say, Food, yeah, hard and, stuff. And, yes, yes, yeah. yes. You bring your culture. Yes, yes. I, I, I try as much as I can.
0: And 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 Greek and Nigerian. Like I've had teammates who are Nigerian Nigerian, like Jordan Nuora and other guys. And then I've had teammates who are Greek. We had like Yoros Kalaitzagis, we had other guys, and then we kinda brought the culture into the locker room. And guys love it. You know, they in even though you know sometimes it's it's foreign to them, guys love it because that's that's sport. That's why sports are so beautiful because they connect people from all around the world. It's amazing, as you know? I said, yeah. So don't feel bad about just your English. It, it is what it is. I oh, don't feel bad. <laughs> I
1: don't really care, honestly. It is what it is. It's but, just uh, so, it's Sometimes I feel like, ah, man, I missed the point. I missed the joke. That's <laughs> it. They don't want to listen to me anymore. Like, I'm, no. I'm stuck on this on this word and that's it. I'm just going to stop talking. But, uh, you're good. I remember when Yanis would do the interviews. I remember. Oh, it was funny. It, it was funny. funny. It's yeah. funny,
0: you know. I remember the first interview, like it was like, hey, I I just want to be an NBA player. And you know, he had this oh, action. And now you see him, he's cracking dad jokes. Good. And he has <laughs> has his own like thing, you know. So but that so now this okay, so let's do this. Let okay. me move to the, the facts. Let me see if you know any of these facts. Wait. We have uh, we have something else in, in common. common. Did you serve? I did too. You don't have to say, you don't get have to get the de- no, details. No, it's fine.
1: It. I did basic training. Basic training. Yes.
0: Yes, we did you too. Did as too? Well. Yes. Really? It's mandatory. In Greece? Yes. I have pictures. I, I wish, I mean, we're on I the road, Greece. by the way. We have a huge screen here, but, uh, but I've, unfortunately, I wasn't uh, quick enough to use it <laughs> here, but uh, I'll, I'll show you pictures after. I, yeah, we, we, it's I mandatory. had some pictures. So it's crazy. It's I didn't know that. I didn't know Greece you is mandatory. To, yes, because you got to go to certain like, um, uh, it depends it's, there's brackets you know and let's say if you live full-time in greece you got to go like certain certain amount of months or years it used to be three years it used to be uh like three years but now if you're overseas and you're playing professional athlete you're uh, you go to certain basic training and then you got you get to see but i read about you and i was like okay he he said he kind of did the basic training and had to do it because
1: you know what's funny I used my army stories to sell my teammates that I'm tougher. Why? <laughs>
0: <laughs> why? Why do you feel the need to do that?
1: <laughs> I gave them so much shit. Like, I was telling them, I was like in the fields crawling. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a rainy day. <laughs> But
0: you got no. But, but I took
1: I took this joke way too far. So I I blow my cover here too. But I remember coming.
0: No, don't trust me. We we, we can cut it. I come to it no. Be, I, I come
1: <laughs> I, I come to Przingis and Kuzma one day. We we're in a training room. Przingis asked me, "Hey, well, we might go to Israel and stuff, and uh, um, let's go drink coffee and like listen. I need to tell you something, guys. Like, if you with me in Israel." You gotta go through security. They gotta, they gotta investigate you yes. because everywhere, because you Did know you... Israel. You know, being Israelis, a lot of places in the world, it's it's a little a little dangerous. It is. Yes, because we got a lot of enemies. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, so I told them when I go drink coffee, I have uh, a snipers on the roof that <laughs> protects me. And they were like, they were, they were looking at me like this. Kuzo was like, if you get close to me and, and I, I have, I have a button, that I press stuff. like I drove them crazy. And then I took, I'm taking it too far. I was talking about the army and stuff and it was funny as hell. Like, honestly, <laughs> I'm honestly, sometimes I'm a clown in the team. I'm,
0: uh, that was good. I'm a clown. It's, uh, it's what we say, uh It's fun, man. It's camaraderie. Camaraderie with the team and be, you know, close to your teammates and have fun as well. But you did the basic training and stuff like that, right? I did the basic training. It was good. Um,
1: good. It was fun. I met, I met, uh, I met some friends and uh, it was funny. It was funny because, because when I came to the basic training, they gave me a place by myself because I was playing for Maccabi. They They, they, they did the same
0: thing. We couldn't.
1: We couldn't be even in a camp almost. Yeah,
0: unfortunately, yeah. but we, we made it through. Yeah. But we was, we was, I'll be honest with you, we was really into it.
1: Yo, I was me really too, into it, it like, was crazy. I, 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 was, I don't
0: know why, I don't know why, but I was, I felt the need to like, uh, I don't think, I think it might be because of how we are in, in sports and we understand discipline. So we kind of just like 100%, fall in, but, hundred uh, but yeah, yeah oh
1: my god I, <laughs> I did i didn't want to be alone though so i told them, listen i don't care put me with all the soldiers okay she said okay she took me she put me in a place with eight other soldiers and i i slept on the bed when my feet are touching the ground so can't fit. i couldn't fit if you're 66 six and above I fit. couldn't fit. It was really tough for me. It was like the hardest times to sleep in my life. But we survived.
0: It was great. I, I, I mean, the, and the part even waking up, like, I don't know how it is, you know, every country has different, like, things, but I remember it was, it was a great experience. And I, and I left and I was like, oh, okay, I, I mean, I know we didn't get to stay for, like, months and months and months and months for it because we had to play, obviously, within the yes, NBA, yes. but... I was like, man, I know why people go through this, and it's great to be able to know the basics and 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 etc. to be able to protect yourself. This, and you know, you get you get to fit like, you know, uh, they give you like, you know, from Air Force, Navy, tanks, this. You get you get to fit like whatever you want. So it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's always it's a fun. fun experience. Not
1: fun. Not fun as in like I want to
0: do it again. No, but it's it's a uh, people. If you embrace it, it's fun. Yes, it's fun experience. Yes, you it. Did you know, right, that uh, the only two parts in your body that never stop growing? Can I guess? Can I guess?
1: Yes. Nose? Yes. The other one? Ears.
0: Yes. 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 Ears and nose. So they never stop growing, never. So I was reading about it. I was like, ah, ah. so what do you mean they never stop growing? So, like, if I'm like 60, 65, that means my nose is gonna be bigger than my ears?
1: I guess, I guess, I have a big nose, so I can't wait till I go to 65. No, trust me, trust me, your nose is just fine. No, nah, I mean, this is my bad side too. They put me on this side and this side of mine, like my nose is really poking out. Like this no, side is not just as bad.
0: Just fine, bro. You can fucking hear them laughing uh, <laughs> back the... You're just fine, bro. Wow. I'll tell you this one. Now we was talking about- You that. don't want me to guess it. No, 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 no. I'm you If you knew this one. Okay. So, now that we were talking about the military and the army that we served and stuff, um, did you know that Iceland has no army and they're considered the most peaceful country
1: in the world? Iceland? Yes. I, I didn't know it's Iceland. I, I knew it's some, it somewhere in Finland, Iceland, okay. Sweden, yes. somewhere there I knew, but I didn't know which, uh, no, I don't think Sweden. Yeah. I mean, somewhere there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know that though. They are considered the most peaceful country in the world,
0: and I mean, you know, we've played them Eurobasket. They kind of we've played them Eurobasket, right? A lot of times.
1: Want to go live in Iceland now?
0: No, (laughs) necessarily. But uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking like it's a peaceful country. Obviously, I see the Greece the same way too. Like Greece Greece, is Greece is pretty peaceful.
1: Yes, it's it's a heaven, man. We just that's why uh, that's why I was surprised why you guys need to do army. No, but it's a great.
0: I think it's more of a. You ha, I mean, you would want to, and you would. It's a tradition as well, you know. Like, and it just adds more to who you are as a Greek. So, okay, and I got another one for you. We had this conversation before about how, like, uh, you don't want to talk about negative stuff, right? Did you know that, like, the human brain, like, has nat- like naturally inclines to. To seek for bad news. Negativity? Yes. Oh,
1: you all remember negativity, neg- negative stuff more than... Not only we remember,
0: positive. we're looking for it. Oh, that's crazy. We're actually looking like, look for it. And I had my notes here. It makes and sense. It says, yes, and it not only says that, uh, and in my notes, uh, when I was writing the quote, it was more that it started like when, with the early humans as a survival mechanism so you know what to do when when it when it, when it comes when the bad news comes it's crazy so you, we're looking basically like we don't even know it but we're
1: looking for bad news it's it's crazy is it it's true is it it's, true, it's, true. it's also adrenaline yes. i feel like it's a mechanism you know when you you know when you have adrenaline let's say something happens yes. and you have adrenaline you don't feel the pain or let's say you know what i'm saying I feel like this is survival. This is survival yes. stuff too. Yes, and 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 and, it, and it's and it fascinates me that our oh, brain
0: is already doing this, and you can imagine what's going on, social media. That's why we say like negative news spreads like wildfire, and you know the good stuff kind of like go mild. And you know when somebody does great philanthropy or when somebody does great for the community, it's kind of goes like this, and then somebody like on the side is having a bad day, it's like, so all over the place. So. I kind of feel like if more people understand that, they're gonna look for the opposite. Like I look for good news all day.
1: That's great, Give me man. good
0: news, give me, give me positive stuff, man. Make me smile, make me laugh. You know, that that uh, makes me like look forward. Like I wake up every day and I'm excited. I'm not even kidding, bro. I'm not joking with you. I wake up, like tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and I'm excited. Like, okay, what's new today? What we're we gonna do? What, how I'm gonna uh, make, make the most of it? Who's gonna give me like good news? Like, okay. This is what we did with one of our companies. Or this is what we did with, uh, let's say, basketball. Right? What's our game plan? What are we going to do? You know, just have fun with life. Because at the end of the day, some, some point, and I know I don't want to burst anybody's bubble, but some point, all of this stuff that you're doing and you don't want really to realize it, they're going to stop. And when they stop, you're going to look back and be like, man, I should have I enjoyed more. Enjoyed more. I should have yeah. tried that. I should have... Even this with the podcast. Like, the reason I'm doing this podcast, too, like... In the beginning, I I was very nervous. And I I still am nervous when I do it. But I wanted to, you know, put the people out there, you can do this. You know, it's if you love it, if you want to experience life, you know, and you want to talk to people, you don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. You can do whatever you want to do. Anything you want to do in life. So, yeah, I want to tell you that because you were saying before about negativity.
1: No, I, as I said, this guy's... uh mentality I think all the little kids at home that watch it and you have a a lot to learn from him even I have a lot to learn from him because you see how he understood the point of life if you in your level wake up in the morning and excited every day I remove my hat, bro. It's hard. It's not easy now, eh? it's tough. I'm not saying no. It's easy. Of course, you got. Of course, you have some days you you don't want to do that. You're oh man. This day, day. day sucks. Have a bad days. But the fact that you're looking for them, that's yes. a that's a big.
0: Because, an oh, oh, example, right? If sometimes you you want to be a good, better shooter, let's say example, or you want to be a better driver or better passer, you go to the gym. Right. You look for it. You go to the gym and you work on it. Yeah. Shouldn't it be the same way. If you want to look for positivity, should you go out your way and look for positive stuff, look for uh, people out there who are doing great stuff, or people who can make brighten your day, or people who you're like, man, this guy is a great guy, man. I gotta, I gotta check on him more. Like, you should do the same.
1: You know, that's how. I, I, no, I agree. Your mind is <laughs> here to, to get trained for sure. And
0: I'm gonna give you the last one because you told me that uh, that you had something with your uh,
1: elbow. Elbow. Okay. Did you know?
0: Yes. That if you push sugar in your open wound, sugar, different count of sugar, yes, that it reduces the pain, and not only not only that, and he, it speeds up the healing process. I gave you a trick today. It's crazy. Do you do that? Uh, it depends. I can't put this on. Uh... Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but 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 yes, it, it does. And people, and you know, obviously we have the internet here, so they can fact check this and let us know. But it's a fact. Adding sugar. That's crazy. Because if you think about it, like back, back in the day, they didn't have so much medication. They didn't have nothing. So they had to find natural remedies for the body, you know, I, I, at least I see it. Is
1: it? You don't think about it. Cra- that, that's crazy that back. Imagine we were born in like this, the 1700s. Oh my God. I didn't even want to think about this. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like imagine we go to CVS, we have, we have like bad headache, right? We go get ibuprofen. It's gone. It's imagine zero. the 1700s. <laughs> imagine the pain. Yeah, you
0: get a headache, or you, or a huge migraine. And you think like it's the, it's your last day on earth. It's
1: crazy, <laughs> and it's and that's a small thing. Imagine, but we survived. We survived. But imagine how I think. Imagine how blessed we we need to be to sit in this chair. How much our generations survived and went through. Imagine we don't and even know the stories. Yes, yes,
0: and not even 1700. We're talking about like. Thirty years ago, I can tell you. Thirty years ago, my dad, you know, he plays. It was like professional soccer player. He played, a, uh, third division, second division, division, up and down. And then he he got hurt and moved back to Germany. And he he told me, you know, he had a he had like a scar, and maybe to today, like this, like two lines, three lines, like this, and it, on his knee. And I asked him like that, like like your knee and stuff like this. You know, my dad. Very very calm as a person. Like wouldn't talk a lot. He was telling me the story like, man, they like, not they butchered me, but they did the surgery so bad that I was so afraid that I, I just was like, I got to go home and figure out what I'm gonna do. And and now now I didn't realize what he meant because like this stuff is not easy. Like we're talking about like 30, 40 years ago, and it was still crazy. Yeah, you you had to like go to especially, but now it's like every other. Uh, Place you can find somebody who's really capable of doing stuff, procedures, stuff like this. oh Exactly what you mean. Hey, we're bulletproof. <laughs> I kind of have two more things to ask you, and you tell me. We did have a. You said you did have a coach. I was Greek. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, Mister Yannis. Yeah.
1: Oh, man, did you did
0: you have a great time with him? How was he?
1: It was tough. tough I huh? He gave me the first minutes as in the Euroleague. The first minutes. That's a good
0: round of applause. Give him a shout out, Mr. Jansferopoulos, for giving my boy, Danny, his first minutes in EuroLeague. There got a
1: lot of screams from him, but it was worth it. Screams?
0: I like shouting. Yeah, actually. But it's, it's Europe. Difficult. Yes, yes, I love this. It's it. Europe.
1: I, I miss it. You miss it, eh?
0: I miss this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's typical, European coaches. But uh, but you know, like, the new generation is different, eh? Because for us, like, you scream out face and stuff like this. We were like, like okay, got you. move on you know some other people don't see it this way they're like ah you know like all this because you cannot motivate players more than they want to motivate themselves right now like when players play especially in this level they're motivated trust me we're motivated so okay that that was the one and uh, and the second one is watching euro basket man you was uh, unbelievable I know we 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 didn't have the chance. We didn't get the chance to see you guys in in, the, yeah, in Berlin. Yes, but man, you were unbelievable. I feel like they kind of let you rock. They kind of said like, "Ah, the Denny, this is your your yes. stage." So right. I
1: didn't do it for a long time. I, I didn't have the chance, so I came straight from a role player to being the the guy.
0: Yes, because how can you? It's, the NBA is different. bro. Of
1: course, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Ah, I'm NBA. not saying it's bad. Yes. I'm just saying I had to jump from this role that I've played for two years yes. into another role that I haven't had for two years. Make sense? Yeah, it does
0: no? make makes sense. I understand exactly what you,
1: what you, you mean. You know, like, it's like almost I forgot how to do step back threes and...
0: Yeah, but it's in your...
1: It's in your muscle memory, for sure. That muscle memory, like, your mojo as well, like... First of all, I
0: appreciate the compliment. Yeah, no, I, I say this because, you know, sometimes we go through and sometimes we play basketball and everybody thinks that everybody tells us like, oh my God, you're amazing. But actually nobody says that. Nobody really says that. Like I'm, and I'm telling you because I, I want you to keep working, you know, like so many people look up to you and I love when young guys come to the league and especially when you're from overseas, like I want you to be here, you know, I want you to, to excel and be great, like a great player in this league. And I believe you can do this. It's not, it's not impossible. You just have to just keep working hard and take, take some days, some days <laughs> off some, not always. Some days off, you know. But man, watching you play was very, very like special, bro. Because I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't know when it was the last game I saw somebody play like this in uh, in EuroBasket, and was from Israel. Like I, I can't even remember the last time. And but I'm, I'm younger as well, so I don't know. if yeah, before I was, I was younger. Yeah. as well. But thirty points, forty points. But step back three, uh, said it to overtime again. You had the ball at the forty-five. Like they were trying to figure out a way to kind of, you know, stop you from going to your spots, but the, you know, it, it's, you had a different body for Europe now. Before it was okay, now it's a different body for Europe, you know? This, I enjoyed you, I enjoyed uh, Markanen. Oh my God, yes. This, Lauri, man, these guys, and I'm so glad that you guys gave translate to to the NBA, it was like, sh- get to watch, man. You know, people don't realize that, but that competition, that FIBA competition helps so much.
1: 100% Help so oh, much. Ho- better than pickups in the summer even yes, yes. Help so much
0: and plus
1: <laughs> uh, sorry <laughs>
0: but plus you have a lot of um. how can I say this it's a different feeling playing for national team yes you it's carry impersonal. something it's, it's personal it's emotional it's, it's emotional, emotional. That, that that stop that that cheer that, that fla- the flags like it's it's emotional, you know? So I kind of understand like how you felt when you were playing and and how you kind of, and after after the game, I was like, man, this guy has to be having a blast right now. He's so happy, <laughs> so happy. What did, what did, what did the, your family say? How did people?
1: Uh, they were proud of me. I mean, every game was important. My family is always proud of me. Okay. My dad is, you know, he's Serbian back in the day. He's tough. Yes. Guy. So he a lot of times when I'm having some trouble like he <laughs> gets in gets on me. But um I mean they're proud, honestly. Do you did you train with him? My dad? Yeah. Not really. No, eh? No, I, I we never got along on the court. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was really saying, but you know, my dad didn't you know, he didn't never um uh, played uh, basketball, he played soccer. But uh, we play, you know, we played a little bit of basketball. We played together. Not, not train, just play for fun. But uh, my dad was a very huge expert with footwork. That's why I feel like, that's why we're so tall and moving this way fast and quick because, you know, my mom and dad, obviously, genetics, but as well, like, people don't understand, like, playing soccer first and then playing basketball, like, be able to run and kick a football or be able to control the ball from, like, or to have a header or move quick is... Add so much to your lower foot. body. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Crazy. I remember that because I grew up, I was super fast. My my footwork was yes. excel I was excelling in like running and stuff. Yes. It's if you have the chance to play to start a little bit of soccer when you when you st- when you before you start playing basketball, do it. It's good. It's fun. I feel it's like it makes it makes you better yes. also your footwork. It does, it does. Yes.
0: Man. I, we could talk we could talk for like three, four hours. It's it's crazy. I I love I love a conversation, um, but you know, before I close anything, before I close the show, I, like, I, w- I would love for you to, you know, I don't want to put you in the spot, maybe tell us a quote or something that, or uh, something that's happened that keeps you motivated. What keeps you locked in? You know, what's
1: keep, what keeps you on the, on the path of the course? First of all, you got to be your number one supporter. In the end of the day, only you know what you're capable of doing. Only no, you know the limits. Nobody else knows. You know, nobody else really knows what you can be and who you can become and how much there's in you. Yes. People believe in you, but they'll never believe in you like you believe in yourself. Yes. Man, Man I, I feel like, like that's something that I think about and just enjoy the process. You know, bad, bad, bad stretches don't last forever, good stretches don't last forever, yes. right? Enjoy enjoy both of them because both of them are important for you to become a better player and a better person even if you don't see it. Man, I, I love it. I love <laughs> it, man. I love it. Thank you so much, Danny. Man,
0: you've been amazing. First of all, thank nah, you so much. Thank you, brother. Hey, thank, thank you. you for letting me interview, ask you personal things Come about, on, about your story. But I think uh, people out there, I, I want people out there to know your story. I want people out there to to, to see you because man you're gonna be a huge part for your team huge part uh for this league and generally you're gonna motivate so many kids out there there's a lot of kids out there who are trying to make the journey which is coming here so i'm 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 forever grateful thank you so much and, you know it was no and I would say to live as well if you ever need anything do not hesitate thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for listening uh if you want to watch the show the videos you can watch it on uh, the docubros TV if you want to uh listen to it wherever you get your podcast from, we're available in every platform. And uh, if you want to follow Danny, Danny uh, on the socials, follow his journey, uh, you can follow him on Instagram. Do you have TikTok? Yeah, I don't use it anymore. Okay. <laughs> Instagram? Is- Instagram? <laughs> yes, I got Instagram. So if you want to follow him on Instagram, what's your, uh, um, Danny Avdia 8. Danny Avdia 8. <laughs> if you want to follow him, if you want to watch the social clips, uh, you can watch it at Tanasius underscore Ante 43 on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Uh, But man, thank you again so much for you guys' support. Apparently I'm doing this uh, on the road as well now, but uh, you guys have been amazing. Thank you. And please like, subscribe, and let me know what you guys would love to see. And again, a huge applause for for David. Guys, thank you for having me. Thank you, thank Thank you. you. I appreciate it, it was a blast. Thank you. See you guys.